This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here we go. Hour number one of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a terrific afternoon. We're off and running live. It's a spring training surprise, Arizona. Our coverage presented by Sonic. Mm, good. good. Mm, yeah. Mm. Okay, Gen- General at your service. Woolchuck and Chiafalo to my right, Broadus to my left. Lucius Alexander back home, 75 and Fitzhugh, keeping the Gators down. And Carter Freeman on his birthday, coordinating your video. At Happy birthday, Carter. Fan.com, Twitch and YouTube. Please give the mod some peace here on his birthday on the chat. Take it easy on them, and everybody get your uh, get your uh, uh, your your Zoom uh, video open ASAP. Right, take good care of Carter Freeman here on his or, birthday. Or some barbecue. He said he's a big fan of barbecue. By the way, I don't know why he keeps saying that. He threw a piece of paper at me. He said, "Oh, tell him, tell him barbecue." So okay. uh, I'm just going to do that. Well, yeah, well, Carter deserves, you know, yeah, Carter does. deserves that and more. That's what and, I And say. Lucius, too. Get Lucius yeah. some while you're at it as well. Oh, no, yeah. you know, I mean, if you must. But, you know, <laughs> don't you know. <laughs> hey, we, uh, we have one eye on the combine. Action continues. You're going to have players working out and all that. And Jerry on the bus is always something we look forward to on a Thursday. And I keep checking Cowboys Twitter, expecting some Jerry Jones quotes to be coming in. But, do you think maybe there's too much drama going on behind the scenes with what's happened in the court back in North Texas? Do you think you might want to lay low, Brian? No, I feel like that Jerry is one of those guys that's like, you know, he talks about, hey, I've done this every year. I'm going to be a part of this. You know, and I, I expect the media is all uh, you know ready for him to do that. Usually this is a Saturday staple, but, uh, you know, with, uh, with things changing in the PR department, uh, the, the push is to try and get it done on Thursday. So hmm. I'll follow back up and uh, make sure that. But, yeah, this was the day that was kind of set going forward. Well, still a lot going on, you know, and obviously Mike McCarthy's statement is huge. I want to run the damn ball, setting the tone for the Cowboys offseason. And quite a spirited debate across Cowboys Twitter. Where do you guys come out uh, down there? Wolchuk, Giafalo, where are you guys coming out on this? Uh, I want to run the damn ball statement from uh, Mike McCarthy that's pretty much lit the NFL world on fire when it comes to the hot taking. I don't have an issue with running the football uh, as long as you're able to run the football well. You know, you can't just go ahead and beat a dead horse and just attempt to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and it not go anywhere. I think the mentality of I want to run the football is a good one to have. I think we just saw the Philadelphia Eagles have a ton of success last year running the football. I think that's always a good remedy for success in the National Football League. I don't think that's ever going to go away. I've talked about that even when we had kind of the air raid approach take over the National Football League and people were saying, oh my gosh, don't run the football. But the, the whole thing is you, you can't just run it to run it. You've got to run it effectively. So it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to do it. There's a time and a place for everything. So we'll see exactly how, what kind of tweaks and changes Mike McCarthy makes. Because for a while there, 
half the season we've seen this. Under Kellen Moore, it seemed like first half of the season, Cowboys would run the football very well. Second half of the season, teams would pick up on tendencies and traits, and things would fall apart. Whether it was injuries to the offensive line or to the running backs, whatever it was, this team failed to run the football well. Can Mike McCarthy go ahead and problem solve that? Yeah, it's a it's a not a quantity question for me, but a quality question. You want to make sure that uh, you're running the ball uh, efficiently. And so that's the most important thing. I like this from Mina Kimes yesterday on Twitter in regards to this McCarthy quote. And she says, this past season when Dallas passed on first down, they had the second highest down set conversion rate in the NFL. They were getting first downs at the second highest clip in the sport mm. when they decided to pass the ball on first down. The only team they were trailing, of course, was Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. When they ran on first down, they dropped to 22nd. So, like, that that goes to show you that you have a quarterback that when you're you're throwing the ball when the defense doesn't really know what you're going to do. The the defense is expecting run a, a lot of times on first down. You pass the ball, you find success. When you run into the obvious running situations on first down, then you're going to find yourself at a place where you're in a lot of third and longs and your quarterback's going to throw interceptions. So that is success rate when passing on first down? That, that is uh, what that is, is success of moving the sticks. Success rate of eventually getting a first down if you pass on first down. And, and how frequently did they run on first down? They ran on first down like 57% of the time, I believe. Yeah, they, were, wow. they, were, they ran the, throw the ball number. on first down a lot. You know, I, I think that's what's, what really strikes at the core of this argument, though, is to me the reason they had so much success passing compared to their peers is because the defense was expecting run. It, it you know, it's not that to me, that's not a blinking light that, wow, you should be passing all the time. If you're so much better at getting first downs when you pass, why wouldn't you pass all the time? And it's because you have to there's an element of setting the defense up. And I know maybe Dak supporters don't want to hear this, but I think Mike's in line with what a lot of other Cowboy fans know and that Dak's not going to carry you if you ask him to pass the ball so much that the defense is expecting pass in neutral situations. I, I think that's what this comes down to. You, you know, like, you want to pass as much as possible, but you can only pass as much as your quarterback is capable of converting against cover two. That's really what it comes down to. And if you can't convert against cover two, now you got to go back to running the ball to get the defense out of that. Now we're in favorable situations. They're expecting run. Now we can have a high degree of success passing the football. And the lower your quarterback is in the ranking, the better your running game has to be to find that perfect equilibrium where the defense is afraid enough of your run game to allow your quarterback to have success as much as you want. And I, to me, the, that's what the team is kind of saying here. We can't, we can't go away from the running game when it's not having success. We have to find better ways to run the yep. ball. And yep. I don't think Kellen Moore was problem-solving to run. I think no. he was try trying to come up with too many big plays in the past game. Yeah, there, there, there was a massive lack of creativity. Yeah. Yeah, and I hope that McCarthy has uh, a creative bone in his body. Well, we had to have a creative bone in our body last night trying to get to dinner. And, oh, uh, and home, dear in a, God, in a minivan that can uh, best be described as from a zombie apocalypse yeah. escape. Yeah, that's you, what you, it was. The zombies yeah. were coming over the hill. The people that had this minivan before us piled in that thing and escaped down an old logging road. And, yeah. and then we rented it. Yeah. So last night, it's a torrential downpour on mm -hmm. the way from uh, the ballpark to dinner. And we quickly found out that the left windshield wiper was missing. Driver's it, side. It yeah, was, the driver's side one was not not even there. 
It was metal on the windshield, yeah. boys. Brian's yeah. not happy, boys. I, I'm just telling you guys, you know, I, I found myself as a veteran traveler. Yeah. You know, when you, when you get the opportunity to go into the presidential lot to pick your own ride, you know, I just hope you three now realize that when I walk another direction and are looking at vehicles and you guys determine that you need to band together and go and get the zombie apocalypse we van. We outvoted you for the zombie apocalypse Yeah, van. With, and it had, had yeah. A, that big purple X on the side. I didn't even notice it that. Did. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it had, you know, it had all these little markings. These little stickers, too. Yeah, little yeah. stickers, little markings. The, the door on my side doesn't even work. You know, I, no, I feel like close. that I'm riding in this van, and you guys are hoping that I fall out. That I that just door just to, opens I just and I fall really, out. I just hate trying to pile into, like, little doors in the back and you got no leg room. I was like, cool, a minivan, leg room. You know, who cares if it's scratched up I was up a looking like at an Armada. I was looking at one of those big old Armada kind of vehicles. And, no, wow. you, know, you guys are, oh, no, hey, come over we here, brothers. We're yeah, good. Just speak up next time, Brian. We should have deferred. You know what? I'm just trying to be a you really good team. You need to speak up next time because I'll just do whatever you want. Yeah, Clearly, we're you just going to follow you straight yeah. to whatever car you choose. How about I, that? You know what? I we just, trust I, you. I'm always trying to. And, by the way, I'm just going to try. Hey, we'll get a, hopefully better seats today, better boarding and all that. We're going to give that a go today. Appreciate you. Know, you. The dad dad and me will try and do those no, things. No, you're, you're, you're beast hey, take good care oh, of us by the way can i give you a little update sure looks doubtful for jerry today okay, okay. very doubtful tomorrow looking better is what i was just told okay so there well, we hey, go. whatever there whatever we go. jerry wants to do he wants yeah. to float the sked the sked's floated yeah. you know he wants thursday friday saturday whatever jerry wants whatever get, jerry wants you know? to do absolutely we'll talk about it when he's when he's good and ready i want i want jerry coming out here throwing heat letting us know about stuff that steven won't yeah, I want him to be uh, feeling good, feeling great. So if he needs a, a Friday bus combo, then uh, that's no problem at all. We'll have Bobby Belt on that bus tomorrow, which will be absolutely fantastic as he uh, makes his way out to Indy. So the coverage is going to be outstanding. But, yeah, we are we are in the middle of uh, driving in a safety hazard constantly yeah. in this Kia yeah. Sedona with a X marks the spot, don't choose this one. Yeah. You <laughs> open the door and it says in five miles you're going to need an oil change. Yeah. And we all said, yep, let's just do this bad boy <laughs> it did. and then we find out last night that only one of the windshield wipers in the torrential downpour has an actual like wiping hey, mechanism did, on it listen dawson did a tremendous job <laughs> yeah he did you know i mean we we did you know it wasn't his fault he hit this four foot high curb i mean <laughs> yeah. no it was, it was crazy i it thought was not. i thought i, did. I really i thought him straight bro i'll tell you what i was really worried that that left front tire was just yeah. going to be totally disengaged. We could have blamed yeah. it on whoever had the vehicle before us. I can't believe that vehicle was back in the lot. That's oh, yeah. just incredible. That that needs like five thousand dollars of work yeah. to yeah. make it rentable again. Yeah, I mean maybe that's why the X is is on there, and we just totally ignored it. Hey, can I say something real quick about the previous? We were talking about Mike McCarthy. Does he sound giddy? About, oh, he does. I, I, yes. He's giddy that he got rid of Kellen Moore. He's, yeah. he's, he's giddy about this he right actually now. Used, we're going to go over some of the quotes that we didn't talk about yesterday because we were sorting them on the fly. But at one point, he's like, I'm back, baby. Yeah. You know? yeah. He's stoked. Yeah. Um, oh, man. He's like, yeah. most people sing in the shower. I'm thinking about Colin Play's <laughs> final drive yeah. of the Super Bowl in the shower, baby. My man is yeah. giddy. I'm back. He, he is, is giddy yeah. about Kellen Moore being gone. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I like it. He's I, back in his bag. But that's, again, like he's preaching this run stuff. And I think it's just all throw. It, 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 it's just about said, Dak, guys. Well, it's I, about Dak. You know don't, let, don't let you don't let anybody fool you on this one. I think he's BSing himself because I'll tell you, he's going to get into these games and he's going to talk run, 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 and then he's going to call forty damn pass plays. Well, that's what that's what you do, man. When you can't BS everybody else, 
once you start BSing yourself. Because he's there not going to be able to help himself. There were some seasons in Green Bay where they had injuries to guys like Jordy Nelson, and they were really thin at wide receiver. And, you know, I know for the balance of his entire time in Green Bay, he was a pass-on-first-down guy. But there were a number of seasons where it was we're running and running and running and setting things up with, you know, guys like Ty Montgomery and whatnot. Ryan Grant was yeah. really good yeah. for them for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I, I specifically remember him being run heavy at times. So we'll be in, interested to see exactly how that gets sorted out. But I'm with Brian. I, I think this is – them being honest about who their quarterback is uh-huh. and believing Kellen Moore was asking Dak to stand back there and diagnose things way downfield and make huge plays in the pass game. And that's not how we're going to optimize. Very few quarterbacks in the NFL uh, you know, are optimized like that. Okay, another good storyline, though, is DeAndre Hopkins' trade discussions are heating up at the Combine. Cardinals asking for a two and a conditional pick. That seems like a no-brainer. Apparently, he is done-done in Arizona. Even the, the possibility of releasing him was in the story that I read. I would be surprised by that because oh. they could no doubt get something. Yeah. Um, at least a five yeah. from, from Dallas, maybe. From, yeah. from Cleveland, right? Yeah. Uh, just uh, the, the Amari Cooper <laughs> trade all over again. <laughs> Hey. If the Cardinals can botch it the same way the Cowboys did last offseason. But I saw Benjamin Albright, who covers the Broncos, but I think he's pretty in the know as one of these NFL young insiders. And he has the Chiefs being a team like, hey, watch Aww. out for the Chiefs, man. They're going to swoop in and How can make they a trade afford for him? Where do they have Hopkins? the money to do this? Yeah, Where's the cap space? I don't understand. At Come the on, end of the day. Make it happen. Mavs host the 76ers tonight. Dallas somehow a three-and-a-half-point favorite. This seems like a, a, a must-wager situation. I don't have an active sports book. I have a couple of, you know, dormant accounts. Maybe I need to revive one. We hit the it, over tonight, you think, on this on one? TNT. It is I don't know. I don't know if it'll hit the over, but, I mean, I can't bet on the Mavs to win, and they're mm-hmm. giving up three and a half points. I think it's because you have a second night of a back-to-back situation for the Sixers. I don't think Embiid I don't think he played. didn't play Embiid last did night. Play yeah. last night. They, they, they did I, not it, play him so that he would be ready to go national TV game against his buddy Luca and the Mavericks. Huge win for the Stars against the Coyotes. That was a good one. I got to see the last eight, nine minutes of that after we got back from our dinner. Great job by the, uh, by the Stars, you know, killing a couple of power plays. Got one uh, against them there in about the four-minute mark, and we're just able to get a shorty on it, too. Uh, shorthanded goal to make it a four uh, two games. So great job by the Stars of getting a, a much-needed victory. Sags was awesome last night as well. Nice job, gentlemen. Okay, uh, G-Bag of the Day is coming up at 2.30. Coming up next, you guys were back in the clubhouse this morning, weren't you? Sure were. Sure were. We got to talk with Josh Smith and Brad Miller. And uh, Josh Smith is one of those long-haired brothers like my guy Eric over here. That's right, and we'll catch up with Josh Smith coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back, Nation. Segment here is brought to you by the Frankels. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you, frankly. You need Frankel and Frankel. Consultations always free. Truckwreck.com. Here's Woolchuck and Chia Fowler with some more Clubhouse Audio Gold. Thank you very much, Gavin. We got out there bright and early this morning. We invaded the Clubhouse. No rule violations this morning that what? we know of. As far as we, as far as we know right now, yeah. I think we're relatively in the clear. I right? haven't gotten a uh, word from, from Rich Rice about anything yet. Uh, who knows when we talk with Jared a little bit later. But as of now, I think we're in the clear, Eric. So yeah, apparently, apparently going in there with uh, your pants off is totally fine. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. So no, no jersey wearing today. I did wear a U.S. Men's National hoodie uh, oh, or sweater nice touch. that I got from yeah. our, our friends at Rally House. Mmm, good, just like Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, they're crossing brands right there. But we got to catch up with uh, Josh Smith. We saw our buddy Barlow and uh, Dominic as well. And, and Barlow was like, "Man, Josh, Josh, you got to do an interview with these guys. They're great." So Josh looks over. He's like, "All right, come over here." And uh, this is how it sounded. All right, boys and girls, we're hanging out with Josh Smith in the clubhouse on a game day, on a thirsty Thursday, no less. Where's the party at tonight, Josh? I mean, I'd have to imagine Scottsdale somewhere, Old Town, something like that. That's yeah, a good call. That's a good call. Who's most likely on the team to find the party? I'm going to have to say Bubba Thompson. What was your uh, drinking claim to fame when you were in college? Drinking claim to fame. Man, I don't know if I should answer this one. Um, it's a safe space. You're good. I, um, I can limbo. I am 21, so I can legally drink, and when I do, I like to limbo. You got a nice little... Uh, a uh, little dipski in right now <laughs> just spit it out so we're going the copenhagen train okay all right is it uh can, can you do a pouch and still be feeling like a man or do you have to go full uh like the fine cut stuff i do not do pouches because when i do i do not feel like a man so i go long cut unlike joe barlow no i'm just kidding and joe is uh, actually surveying this interview right now he loved ours so much now he's just wandering about and his eyes are just glazed right on us but what was your first uh shoot experience did you end up throwing up uh no so my dad um dipped so i sad to say i probably threw my first dip in when i was like 12 years old so That's amazing. <laughs> i didn't i didn't like it at the time but uh it grew on me and and yeah, so I kind of just do it every now and then. Certainly is an acquired taste, as Joe Barlow just mentioned. But uh, what does it feel like to have the best hair on the team? 
It feels pretty good, honestly. Thanks for saying that. Um, I've, I've had a lot of work at it. Um, we're going through a little frizz problem right now, so I'm trying to tame that a little bit. So I've been on my wife's hair care routine. So Is it uh, built for speed or for comfort? Comfort, for sure. What do you think? I think it's for comfort as well. It looks very soft. Yeah, no doubt. How many times a week are you shampooing that bad boy? Once, twice max. Yeah. See, that's the pro tip that people don't understand when Natural you get the long oil. Yeah, you got to build it up. What's up with the conditioner? It's really just for moisturizing. I uh, I can shampoo and condition one time a week, man. Not too much, not too little. You know, you want that oil to build up a little bit. Do you feel like you're at least in the top five of maybe just like head to toe hairiest dudes on the team? I'm pretty hairy, yeah. Um, I got that vibe. I would uh, I would show you somewhere, but it's probably not appropriate. But oh, no. it's pretty hairy. Walchuk's a big rug muncher, so he might be down. <laughs> yeah, no, my uh, my butt's also extremely hairy as well. But I noticed the back; you didn't have a lot of hair. Do you shave? No, I'm actually lucky to where it stops right above or below the waistline, so I don't have anything on my back really. It's really just cheeks, face, big toe. And then head. Oh, so you got like the hobbit toe. Yeah, it's pretty gross. So Evan Grant just walked by and heard what we were talking about and scoffed and like Big J journalism walked away. That was pretty cool. Uh, that was like a good moment for me and Waldrick right there. I kind of liked that. Are you excited for Cocaine Bear? Or w- did you like the movie when you saw <laughs> for it? For what? Cocaine Bear. I've never, I've never seen Cocaine Bear. If you could drug any other animal other than a bear, what would it be? If I could drug any animal? Other know. than a bear. Uh, I'm so obviously, have, the bear would be the first yeah, choice. I'm, Scientific I'm, purposes, of course. Pete is not on us here. I'm going to have to go. Yeah, I, I like animals, so I don't think I can drug them. I have to skip that one. Okay. I'm a her- heroin hippo kind of guy, personally. I'm a meth crocodile, dude. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Actually, more of a gator guy. Meth gator. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's on you guys. I don't have a drug that I would put into an animal. Yeah, that's, uh, that was actually a terrible question. Let's crap that from the interview, Lucius, if you don't mind. Now, what is your favorite part and least favorite part about spring training? Uh, well, my favorite part is just kind of getting back, seeing all the guys, uh, goofing off, chilling in the locker room. Least favorite part right now is the weather in the morning. It's pretty freaking cold here, so uh, I'd like for that to warm up a little bit. How long do you feel like it took DeGrom in like elementary school to figure out that it's a lowercase d on his last name? I'd assume he was probably told that by his parents at a young age. Uh, he seems like a pretty smart guy, so I don't think he's probably ever had a problem with that. What's your favorite order from Sonic? Sonic, what's the? Uh, it's I think it's number thirteen. It's the, um, it's like the Texas toast, sausage, egg, and cheese. We got a breakfast guy. Yeah, that's my favorite. I love the Sonic breakfast as well. Josh is a smart, smart man. Now, is it true that chicks dig the dong ball? The dong ball. Yeah, I'm sure they do dig the dong ball. I've never heard of a dong ball, but I'd imagine they dig the dong ball. What's your? What would? What do you think would be the worst exercise to do in the nude? In the nude. I'd have to say sprints because everything's kind of loose and it's just whopping around, you know what I mean? Do you like 162 or would 82 be more appropriate for baseball? 162 or 182? Just 82 in general, like the NBA. Are you talking of my average last year? I'm or? just talking of games <laughs> played. <laughs> uh, I like the 162. Is there anybody with a gravitas in their voice quite like Bruce Bochy? No, that's a uh, that's a pretty unique voice. He uh, when he talks, he listen. I uh, he uh, he's he sounds almost intimidating a little bit, but it's pretty fun to listen to him talk. How do you feel about the Yankees? I love the Yankees. I uh, love my time there. I hope 
when we play them this year. I hope we get them, but, uh, but I love the Yankees. Hoping for more vul- vulgarity there uh, from, from your time, but that's okay. Uh, we we kind of can't stand them. Uh, what do you think about DFW in your time that you've gotten to spend here overall? What, what advice would you have for anybody that's moving to Dallas? Uh, yeah, I love it. I would say get ready to eat, drink probably. There's a lot to do, um, but no, I love it. No complaints. What would you like to say to Jared Sandler? I would say short, but I'm he's probably taller than me, so maybe grow a couple inches. <laughs> okay, thank you. You're far better looking, Josh. <laughs> Josh Smith, ladies and gentlemen. All right, thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, you so Josh. Much. All right, nobody does it better than Wolchuk and Chiafalo in the Rangers clubhouse. I've been coming to spring training for a long time, and uh, I tell you what, that's as good as it gets right there. I personally enjoyed the very comedic question, hypothetically, of course, if you could drug any animal, what animal would it be and what drug would it be? I appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. That's good content right there. <laughs> he didn't seem to like that one too much. Well, the yeah, f- I love the fact that you guys came up with a couple of animals quickly made yeah. it even better. Yeah, yeah it's outstanding. <laughs> he likes the 162, though. That's surprising. I think most baseball players do. Really? Yeah. They don't, so they enjoy playing every day. Yeah. Okay. So they, they – I mean, obviously there's a grind component to it, but – and I, I guess it is fun. I mean, it is a hell of a game to play. I, the baseball was my first, uh, my first love as a kid, playing sports and all that. And, you know, I would – I'd personally love to do it 162 times a year. That's, that sounds amazing. Uh, but, shoot, that seems like so much baseball, bro. Yeah. Josh Smith loves it. A lot of baseball going on right there. 214 says we missed a good opportunity for the Adderall alligator. And he's right about that. He's right <laughs> yeah. about it. It's a good call, 214. The legal version of the meth gator, uh, the Adderall gate alligator. All righty, let's go back into the Pimp Cup now. It's time for Lucius Alexander to lead us in a chew bag of the day. Sir. Hey, man, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> hey. All right. Those two fellas right there, Zach and Eric. You guys have seen ESPN the Ocho, right? Hell yeah, we have. Love it. Right. And you see those games that they play those during those days? Yeah. You guys doing commentary for those games <laughs> would crush. <laughs> it would crush. <laughs> Holler at me if you need an agent. Yes, sir. <laughs> we might. We yeah. actually actually really might. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's, 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 okay. let's, let's lock that yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's not make that turn. Okay. <laughs> uh, our winner and still champ is the Mississippi Valley Student Broadcasters. There's a three-pointer right in defense, right in defense of one of the other players, and they got excited. Oh, they ain't going to call a foul? They ain't going to call a foul? Oh! They ain't going to call a foul? Terry Cuddy, Cuddy, Terry He's handling the business. At the R.W. Harrison Complex, he's single-handedly. Terry Cuddy, he's single-handedly. He got the Delta Devils. In his soul, he cut a fan on the devil in his back, back so in here. To cut a it's hot in here. On. We lit. <laughs> we lit. <laughs> Terry, keep on hitting no threes and they fail. Hey, hey, hey. He just blacked his eye. He just blacked his eye. He just blacked his eye. Hey, hey. He's in black design. What? He's in black design. I bet. He's in black design. What are you? Yeah, we in here. We live. We in here. We live. We in here. We live. Yeah. Yeah, we in here. We live. Terry Collins. Terry Curry. Terry Curry. Terry Collins. Terry Curry. Terry Curry. Gosh, man. Those guys need to be on ESPN and ate the Ocho. It's happening. It's happening. Barstool's going to get it figured out, it looks like. 
Looks like they're all over it. Yeah, I think these guys, I mean, they were even talking about, like, these guys need to be on the, the tournament broadcast, yeah. you know, with those with the, with those guys. I mean, they, they, they are so much fun. I mean, that is the way. Either teach me or let me have fun. And these guys are clearly having some fun. What did you say about Barstool and these fellas? They're picking them up, Lucius. Barstool's, uh, Barstool was uh, tweeting about them this morning. I'm, I'm, I'm working on trying to get the guys to come on our show. And they've already barstools like pick these guys up is like, hey, you need to check these cats out. They're, oh, you know, they gave them a retweet. I thought oh, you meant yeah. like they signed them a contract or no, something. No, no, they, like they are. They're they're kind of they're keeping oh. an eye on these two guys for sure. They are absolutely doing that. Indeed, indeed. Uh, March Madness watch Coach Bruce Pearl right here from Auburn. He's pretty upset after the game. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously they made some made some plays. We had a hard time staying in front of them at the end of the day. Um. I'm just sick and tired of our guys getting smashed down there. Smashed! <laughs> what defensively were you able to do tonight um, in over a good portion of the game against this Alabama offense? Just we played hard. It played well. You know, if, if that's the number one team in the country, you know, come on the road, hostile environment. You know, but we needed that one to get the NCAA, and we, and we didn't get it. Dylan Cardwell's hurt. He's probably not going to play against um, – Tennessee because of his injury we need his physicality he got he got fouled down there at the uh, uh, in, in, at the end of the game coach just talk about what what Saturday represents now oh just we'll get ready to play Tennessee we were, we were incredibly outmanned at the end at three four guys on the bench in foul trouble joke not happy with the officials Bruce Pearl legendary temper and a legendary sweater as well. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. No yes. one sweats. Yes. Oh, I mean, just yeah. ridiculous, yeah. man. Yeah, him and that Arizona coach that used to be there before he got fired. They, they were Sean, both the, Sean Miller. Sean, Sean Miller. Miller. They, were, they were the big yeah. sweaters. Yeah. Man, I lost my cool last week and almost got a red card. I oh, did. Oh, yeah, we need to hear about that story. Maybe we can get it in later. During well, the 12-year-old I'll give you the, soccer? I'll give you the short version. Uh, there's a couple 12-year-olds. They're mostly 11. Okay, very good. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other team, the other team was, was telling his players to push and pull, right? Yeah. Like, literally. Like, okay, push her out of the way. Pull her down. Pull her down. And so I was trying to talk to the ref about it, and the, 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 the coach starts to talk to me about it. So I start talking to him, and, and cooler heads did end up prevailing. But at, at one point, the ref came over and said, hey, I just want to let you know any word directed at the opposing coach, I should red card you right now, okay? Uh, but I like you, so I'm going to let you get by. And then I you said, said right. I should go all John claude Van Damme on you right now, but I, I kind of like you. I couldn't believe it. You know, sometimes things just happen, and you're like, ref, how could she – he said push her down on this corner kick, and then she literally pushed her down, and there's no call. That's a PK right there. Oh, Come on. That's Come on. Let's have it. Let's have it. And uh, you know he didn't like he didn't want to hear from me anymore. So well, he sucks. Yeah, it, it, it happens though, Bruce. What a you jerk! Know. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yesterday was a church day, fellas. Mm, sure. Uh, was. Former police officer, now pastor, stopped a potential armed robbery during his church service. Say, hey, let me pray for you, fellas. You don't look familiar. I'm gonna pray for you guys. In fact, all the fellas in the church, come lay hands on these fellas. Make sure we <laughs> keep them right here. We letting the Lord have his way. We getting out of here. I still got a few more minutes. Act like I'm preaching for a moment. What's your name? In the purple, tell me your name. Twin, what's your real name? Amon, what's your name? Genesis. Cameron, 
who sent y'all here? Y'all just saw the church and decided to come? Talk to me. Well, let's praise God for them coming. I said praise God that God sent them in here. <laughs> that what the devil meant for evil. I, you messing with a Marquelo Antonio Futrell, God's going to turn... Don't you play with me. I still got a cop anointing and I still know what's going on and I still know what's about to happen. Mm. God's about to change the plot of the enemy. Lift your voice and shout unto God for what he's about to do. Will you guys permit me to pray for y'all? You, do you mind if I pray for you? Twin, can I pray for you? They said I can pray for him. Come on, let's raise God. We can pray for him. Come on, brothers. Get behind him. We're just going to lay our hands on you. Lay hands on him. Come on. Make sure you don't go nowhere either. Keep your hands right yeah. on him. <laughs> God is good. Preacher changing the plot of the enemy right before the congregation's very eyes. It's impressive. It's cool under fire right there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. His spidey senses were kicking, or his police senses, as he says, were kicking off. Hmm. Uh, how about this? Fox 13 Memphis. There was a reporter covering a shooting. And while he was out there, there was a guy running through the police scene that they had and he tried to talk to him. We got something going on here, as you can see, unfolding now on uh, your screen. A gentleman running through the crime scene. I'm not sure exactly what's going on here, but typically police do not appreciate people, as you can imagine, going through crime, crime scenes. Uh, I'm going to see if I can ask them, what's going on? All right. Uh, a lot of emotion out here, uh, as you can see. What's going on? All right, a lot of emotion out here right now, as I said. <laughs> a lot of emotion, Fox 13 emotion. Memphis. Yeah. I'll tell you what, a lot more emotion at the ballpark, Lucius. I think you're. I, I think baseball fans are going to like this. The game's in motion. Yeah. The pitchers are a little tired. They're getting hit around a little bit. Guys are stealing bags every other time I turn around. Good yeah. for the sport. Yeah. It yeah. is, dude. It is. Scoring is up uh, through this time last year, and game times are down. And really? to me, that is a recipe for huge baseball success. And it looks like we have a Max Scherzer challenger somewhere across Major League Baseball trying to break the 27-second uh, three-strikeout boom bonanza, retire a batter in under 30 seconds. We have a guy who's challenging him. We'll play that later. Might be a bleep wow. Yankee. Wow. More entertainment per minute. I, I think that's baseball here in 2023. Any other challengers, Lucius, before the voting? That's it, brother. Okay, we got Fox 13 Memphis. A lot of emotion. Preacher changed the plot of the enemy right there. Bruce Pearl, sick and tired of our guys. They're getting snatched. <laughs> uh, Mississippi Valley student broadcasters, two times, uh, two-time champion. A lot of good nominees in here. It just wouldn't be right for me to cast a vote for anybody than the, than the champion here. Uh, how about you, Wolchuk? Yeah, I'm going with the champ. Chief Follow. I'm going with the Memphis news reporter outside of John Morant's house. Okay. Hmm. Brought us. I'm going to go with the champs. Get three to one, Lucius. Uh, I don't even think it's necessary, but hey, Texas Ranger Josh Smith mentioned the limbo dance. Yeah. If you want to get your third eye poked, uh -huh. Google the origins of the limbo dance. Can you go? I'm on Hello. it, baby. Can you go? Yeah. Uh, school me on that. I'd appreciate it. Here we go, Nation. It's time for Krusty's Corner with Brian Broaddus. Where are we heading, sir? Yeah, I've got some combine thoughts as we kick this thing off. We'll do that next. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up at 3 o'clock, Cowboys offense talking points. Significant things that uh, we didn't get to from that, uh, quote, avalanche that hit the Cowboys beat yesterday. We'll uh, talk more about that, and it's a can't-miss conversation coming up here in about 14 minutes, and another can't-miss one right now. It's time for Krusty's Corner. Here's Broadus. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that very much. Hey, I was – something real quick before I get to my combine thoughts. I was going through the Rangers media guide. Okay. You know, the media guide. I was just kind of – you know, I'm always interested about what people put in the media guide about particular people. And uh, the Rangers happen to have a segment here or a section about Chris Young who's, you know, first-year first, uh, first year general manager, right? Yeah. And so they're talking about all the various things that he's done throughout his career. But they've got this down here at the bottom of his page. Tallest general managers in professional sports history. Wow, the tallest? Oh, nope, nope. One of them. He's not. He's not. Okay, when you, when you saw that, I'm going to be honest with you, when I met Chris the other day, now, Wooly Bully, you've seen him before. Yes. You've walked in. Yes. And you, I didn't realize how damn big he is. Yeah. Me neither. I mean, that, that was shocking. Well, when he poked his head into the door, right. and then I kind of went outside and introduced myself, he literally, I'm 6'3", and I mean, I was way looking up at yeah, him. Yeah, he was a dual sport star, basketball yeah. and in baseball. Yeah. And I think I mean, the Sacramento Kings, was it, well, offered him, yeah. uh, and, and he passed on that to go pursue his, his baseball career. And while he was in the Ivy Leagues being a like a, a super, super smart dude, like didn't just get there because he was a player and yeah. kind of be like, he's got a thesis that would blow your mind. But he's also, he had a night where playing at Allen Fieldhouse versus the Jayhawks dropped 20 and 10 on them bad boys. Ray Fritz, so, right? Something yeah. like that? Or Raleigh Fingers maybe Ralph, or something. Yeah, some, some, some <laughs> name like that, you know, like that. All right, but okay, I'm just going to test you guys here. Because, okay, now you have to think of, like, athletes that have been general managers in all sports. Okay, so Vladi Divac. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Magic Johnson. Okay. He, okay, Vladi would be number one. He's the tallest general manager at 7'1". Mm. Okay. The next tallest general manager is a current general manager in the league in the Western Conference. James Jones. No, it's not James Jones. Mm. He's This general manager is... 6'11". Oh, oh, this is the Boston Celtics guy who's now with the Jazz. Danny Ainge? Danny Ainge. Nope, it's not Danny Ainge. How how tall is Danny Ainge? Son of a gun. 6'4". This general manager's team is currently leading the Western Conference. Who's the Nuggets GM? Who's the Nuggets GM? Calvin Booth. Uh, oh, wow, holy Mav. moly, it's Calvin Booth. Calvin Booth I would is, never have guessed that. Calvin Booth is 6'11", and then, okay, this, uh, this next gentleman, he was, a, again, a former general manager, but he goes all the way back from 1989 to 1996. He played in a very famous game where he was a little banged up. Willis Reed. Willis Reed is the next guy Good there. Pull. Good pull there. Nice Willis too. Reed. He was impressive 16. on the Vlade, by the way. Okay, this next one, again, we're going to go through these until we get to until we get to our guy. This next guy is, uh, uh, he's also 6'10". He was a general manager of the Cleveland Cavaliers, Atlanta Hawks. Kiki Vandeweghe. Went to school at Duke. 
Oh, um, uh, Danny Ferry. Danny Ferry is absolutely right. Yeah. He's 6'10". Okay, here's the final one. This, uh, this general manager is currently with an Eastern Conference team. Okay. He just traded away all his players. <laughs> Eastern Conference team that sold the farm? They're Brooklyn. a team. They're the Brooklyn Nets. That'd be Sean Marks. Sean Marks. Oh. Sean Marks is six ten, and then Chris Young. He he clocks it at six ten himself. I was about to say wow. he's got to be six ten. When Chris Young walked in this uh, little closet that we're in, and and he had to duck his head to get through the door, I yeah. went, "Wow, dude! Okay, I was not expecting this. This he is had a, to have been super uncomfortable." Back he, there. he looks like a, he looks like a basketball player. He looks like a big man, like a rim protector. The last guy in this room that tall, I believe, was the pitcher that came over from the Padres with thoracic outlet syndrome. Giant guy. Uh, was it Gibson? Kyle Gibson? Oh no, he didn't uh, come over from the Padres. No, super uh, he was big from guy. the Twins. I'll Google it up. Okay, but Kyle Gibson was a pretty big dude. All right, six well, six. I'm going to give you uh, uh, some thought about, uh, by the way, Wooly Boy, I was going to ask you this question. Yeah. Kalijah Cansey. Oh, the defensive tackle from Pitt. Yeah. Did you just see what he ran at the combine? Uh, I saw a tweet about it that his second run was faster than his first. What was it? Like a 474? 473. Holy four, four seven eight the first time out four seven Dude, three. Dude, Brian, we were talking about this off air. Like I'm seeing him getting mocked in the top ten now, and people are just thinking he's the next Aaron Donald. And I I like him a lot. I think he's really good, but I don't see Aaron Donald when I watch him. Like right. I thought Donald might be maybe the best player in his draft class. Yeah. I don't think this dude's the best player in the draft type of good. Yeah. It, you know, if you look at various sites, have him like I, I know Mel Kuyper, like guys have him like is in the top thirty. Now, Gavin, let me tell you, and, and Chief, let me tell you, this guy's six foot tall. He's a defensive lineman that's six foot tall, two hundred and seventy five pounds. He just now we ran, you know, four seven three. If, I'd like to know what his ten yard split is. See, now I want to ask you this question: If the Cowboys at twenty six. And we've talked about defensive tackles yeah, before. We have. And he's a three-tech that's a pass rusher guy. Exactly, exactly. I know they've played with Leroy Glover. Okay, Listen, I'm glad you brought him up because okay. I wanted to ask you. Okay. My comp for him would be more Leroy Glover than an Aaron Donald. Is that, do you I, think that's fair? That has to be fair. It wouldn't be fair if you comped him to Aaron Donald because Aaron Donald might be the greatest defensive player to ever play the sport. So I think, it, yes, Walchuk, doing Leroy Glover instead is plenty fair. What do you, what do you think? Because you, you brought I, Leroy I, Glover in, I'm just you? telling you what, this guy is, I, I think that Leroy Glover's a little bit quicker okay. of a player. But I'm just so curious about a guy because this is this whole combine thing. A lot of these guys working out now, it's going to be about slight-built wide receivers. It's going to be about slight-built cornerbacks in this draft. And now you've got a guy that might be one of the best players in the draft as far as not best player, but when you start talking yeah. about defensive tackles, sure. could you guys be on board with a six-foot, 275-pound defensive tackle? If he's super strong and gets leverage on guys and you can see evidence of him going against NFL caliber linemen and having success with that, yes, I think it's a legitimate red flag if a defensive lineman's under 6'2". Um, so, you know, but if the film says he can play, then I think, you know, guys can overcome it. Guys can overcome it uh, in a lot of sports. I just wonder about this, though, if, you know, you, that first-round pick, you just want to make the safest pick you can make. And I wonder if a guy, you know, with a team that kind of, you know, likes 
you know, size and length and all that, would this guy even be one of their best players on their board when they got down to it? I mean, wow. this guy's this guy's an incredible player. So you brought up a, the comp when we talked about it the other day to Ed Oliver. Mm-hmm. The, I think it's Houston I, kid. Yeah, I think Ed Oliver's probably a better player than this kid, but he hasn't played like that. He was a 10th overall pick with Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Daniel Jeremiah just put up a side-by-side measurable comparison. Ed Oliver and Cansey at the combine, height and weight. So Oliver six one seven eight inches, Cansey six one, weight. But Oliver two eighty seven, Cansey two eighty one. Arm length, Oliver thirty one inches and three fourths, Cansey thirty and five eighths inches. Forty yard dash, both of them four seven three. Ten yard spit split. One six three for Oliver, one six four for Kansas. I had a ten yards uh, spit before. Yeah, well, you're, you're doing a good job. Um, I I don't necessarily the player. I, I don't I don't know anything about him. But drafting a defensive tackle there at twenty six doesn't totally hype me up. Uh, so, but if he was if he was a player like if you, he was a player that you guys really liked, I wouldn't be super against it. But at twenty six, I wouldn't mind it. Going going round one D tackle who might be Ed Oliver. Nah, not for me, man. I think we I think there's going to be a better player there. That's just that would just be my guess at a position that would be more like a, a value position. Hey, yeah. do we get a good corner? Are we getting a wide receiver? Well, like a, a position that is higher on the value chart. Probably have a corner there. And we got Osa Digizua. Yeah, and I'll tell you this. And, and Zach, give me. Would you rather have the the corner of the cornerbacks that they visited, the Dallas Cowboys? And this is coming from our friends at Blogging the Boys. Uh-huh. They visited Joey Porter Jr. and then Devin Weatherspoon from Illinois. Who would you rather have of the two before we get out of here? Porter. I, I think Porter's better. Witherspoon, people love. Witherspoon's a little bit grabby for me, and I like him, but if you watch him against Michigan late in that game, Michigan picks at him, and they draw two penalties against him that he gets called to move the football down, and they kick a game-winning field goal. And that makes me a little bit nervous. That How is that going to translate? I had one of the same concerns. We got to ask J.C. Horn that question, right. and J.C. Horn said, look, I know how the game's called in college. Yeah. I can get away with some of that stuff. I know I won't be in the NFL, and I'll go ahead and change how I play. I, maybe Witherspoon's the same way, but I think Porter's a better player. I think Porter's a better player. Thank you, General. Appreciate you, man. I think uh, uh, Carter Freeman has uh, received a gift. Uh, looks like some TIFF treats have been delivered uh, to the studio. So nice. Happy birthday to Carter Freeman. He coordinates your video, and, you know, he does a pretty good job there. Uh, so it's, it's good to see him get recognized there on, on, his, on his birthday. You know, we, we uh, razz him quite a bit, um, you know, and sometimes we question if he's committed, if he's all in. But one thing I know for sure is that everybody deserves to be recognized on their birthday. So it's good to see even even a guy like Carter Freeman get in there. Cowboys offense talking points. A few uh, significant ones we did not get to yesterday that are quite juicy. And we'll try to decipher exactly what Mike McCarthy means next in the GPAC Nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.